What up, what up, what up? This is your boy, Huey Booker. And this is Trixie. Welcome to the book of motherfucking Hugh. Welcome, um, welcome, welcome. Glad to have you all. You know, we're really excited to drop our first fucking episode on this Thirst Trap Thursday. Meet us tonight at Kiss Lounge in Washington, D.C. from like 5, 30 to 1, 30 a.m. We're going to get it popping with everybody. A, Hope to see everybody there. Time. What time is the party? It's from what It started at 5.30, um, and it ends at close at 1.30. You sound like you're trying to, you know, begin your whole files. Listen, 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 listen. Ain't nobody trying to get no motherfucking whole files. You know what I'm saying? I just want to celebrate with my people. And if you don't take a picture with us, you don't take a video with us, you don't snap with us, you don't go live with us, you wasn't motherfucking there. I don't care. You got to take a picture. Hashtag this book of Huey. We have accounts at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, and even Ask FM if you got questions, all at the book of Huey. The Book of Huey. That's right. Just to tell you all a little bit more about me, I live right outside of D.C. in Northern Virginia. I've been out here for a few years, but I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. I feel like I have some of the dopest motherfucking conversations with my family (laughs) and friends, and I just decided to start a podcast. I'm really excited, but uh, Trix, tell us a little bit more about you. So, I am actually from Cleveland, Ohio as well. Don't be fucking lying. You from Lindsay Heights, I mean Garfield Heights. Where am I from? Garfield Heights or, or where are you sure? from? Orange? I forget. You sure? I'm from I'm from Cleveland. Well, okay, oh, okay. Let me just ask you this. Why am I not? Why do you say I'm not from Cleveland? Tell me. Like, why am I not from Cleveland? Why do I you thought you told me you were from, like, Shaker Heights or some shit. Like, I am. Heights? I, am from, I did grow up in the suburbs, so I'm asking you. That still means I'm from Cleveland, though, right? Oh, I mean... You did at one point live in Cleveland. You told me that. I just know it ruffled your motherfucking feathers when I say that, and it did. So and where I'm are so you glad from? we got that on the podcast. I'm so from East motherfucking 105th Street in Glenville on the east side in Cleveland motherfucking Ohio. But you went to prep school. First of all, a nigga went to public right. school <laughs> in right. Boston, though. It was high school. It was a boarding program, okay. so I lived in a, okay. in a neighborhood it was a nice-ass school, though. Nigga can't lie there. Okay, so listen, we're, we're talking about you right now. Can we go back to you? You from Cleveland? What else? I'm from Cleveland, and I currently live in dirty-ass Baltimore. We're not going to hate on Baltimore it? like that. This is the thing. I'm not hating on Baltimore. If you live in Baltimore, you know it's dirty, so I'm not hating at all. I live here in dirty-ass Baltimore, and, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get used to it. I mean, like, I understand that um, Cleveland is rough, okay, but Baltimore is, like, extra, extra rough, and so I'm just trying to get used to it. Most of the people that are from Baltimore would agree with me. I live, you know, in downtown, and I'm trying to get used to it because when I first moved to D.C. area, I was living in Silver Spring. But I will okay. tell you, Huey, this place is so dirty. I was coming to put my car in the lot, and uh-huh. so it takes forever for the gates to lift up to me, for me to go into the lot. So oh, you got a gate? Lot, you fancy? I, I'm not fancy. It's fancy as fuck, y'all. Don't let her lie to you. <laughs> okay. You got like 30-foot ceilings and shit. Okay, so anyway. And you they saw that marble motherfucking coaster. Okay, I had a marble coaster, and I have very high ceilings. That does not make mm-hmm. me fancy. Okay. Fast forward, I'm pulling into the gate, and it's taking forever. I see a large cat in my parking space. Then I realize it's not a cat as I'm pulling forward, that it's a rat. So I decide to hover over the rat because I'm not driving on top of it with my wheels. It's just sitting in the middle of my parking space. So Mm -hmm. I drive over it. I back out because I want to make sure that it is not in my space. The rat still stayed there. It was still there. 
It was still there. I let a rat pump me out of my parking space. It's a dirty ass city. Anyway, that's where I live. And <laughs> my my whole goal for this is that like Huey and I have like the best conversations, always talking about love, life, sex, relationships. And um, I think I have a very unique perspective and I'm really excited to, you know, definitely meet more people during this process. Um, getting to hear different people's opinions and I'm just that's what I'm most excited about. And I lied. I'm most excited about tricks with the fix. I am and what's Tricks with the Fix? Tell us what, what you find out. Tricks, tricks with the Fix is basically kind of like an Iyanla Fix in my life, you know, where she, you know, puts you in her, you know, old, you know, baby boomer titty and, like, lay you down like that oh mammy titty, like that, plus sarcasm, plus off-the-cuff advice, like my first thoughts. Not the things that I've thought out, like, carefully, but, like, my first thoughts of how I'm going to fix your life. So that's going to be I my favorite segment. Mm-hmm. For me, honestly, I'm just most excited about the types of conversations we're going to have. Like we both just said, our conversations are pretty fucking dope. Our social media has been really jumping lately. Really a lot on my personal page, too. And I just feel like whether it's about well, our five topics, love, sex, dating, relationships, and fuckery, I feel like it's something that we all can resonate well with. I'm not a fucking relationship guru. I don't pretend to be one. I'm he just is. a nigga with an opinion. I'm not. Because here's the thing, like, yeah. them niggas be pandering and shit. I just like to talk to people. I like oh, to debate. You don't want to get a seven way to get a good, godly, six-foot-tall, light-skinned, with an excellent job, a, a stockbroker in the streets, Listen, and a thug and a fuck all of that. Man. Fuck all of that. Don't you have, no. like, seven I want, steps I want people to live their best life. <laughs> and whatever that means to them, I want them to live their truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, if people want to be out here... Thotting and bopping and hoeing. Own that shit. Be cool with it. If people mm-hmm. want to be sitting on their couch, only interacting with their mailman, wishing that their husband is going to kick down their door like shafts and shit. He is. I he mean, is. that's a delusional way of thinking to me. But if that's what you want to do, I just want people to own it and to be happy about it. So I feel like with these conversations, I want to stay fast-paced where people don't feel judged, where they don't feel condemned, where we can really just talk about the different lifestyles that are available, the different opportunities that people have, and if somebody tells me, like, hey, you know, I want to go out and go on some dates, I'm the kind of friend, like, you know, I'm going to ask you, like, okay, well, what's your timeline? Like, what are the type of dates you want to go on? What are the type of experiences you want to have? And I'm going to challenge people to go out there and get them. So I'm kind of dating. Have, are you dating up? someone, Huey? I am dating. dating? Mm-hmm. I'm dating. Are you dating? You know, I am not right now. I and why is taking, that? I tried to take a break from dating. Um, You know, I just felt like, I really wasn't meeting the type of men that I feel like I should be developing lifelong friendship or even romantic relationships with. And so I just had to kind of change up my circle a little bit, and I got tired of hearing the same thing over and over again. It's kind of like where I stopped going to church because I kept hearing the same preacher talk about the same things over and over again. I got bored. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what happened with dating, just a little bit, you know. But, yeah, I'm open to it now. But, like, the last few weeks, I've kind of given it a break. Got you. Well, for me, mm-hmm. I recently just started dating again. I had a short-lived relationship earlier this year. It just really didn't work out. Well, was and that's short-lived, cool. though. Was it short-lived? I mean, we were officially together a good two months. It just didn't work out. And that's cool. You know, I'm not going to say there was a villain in the story. We just wanted different things, and that's cool. Oh, so but I'm there back. is. There is what? Well, go Trish. ahead. 
<laughs> can we can we just work on that? Can we reveal that later? Like why we gotta you know? Okay. There was okay. no villain. Saying, there was no ahead. villain. There was you a learning opportunity in this motherfucker. So okay, you may be the villain. I am saying I wasn't. Hey, a nigga is not a villain. Villain in the in the situation. Lies and motherfucking slander. All right, but but no, I'm stuck out here and think if anything, there's a lot of judgment, assumptions, seizing, but people just would rather have all this other activity that I don't find fruitful rather than just talking. I don't understand why having serious conversations about things that matter, about like how you want to date, how you want to experience love, express yourself. It seems like people only do that type of shit once there's like a problem. Let's say you and I, were, we're business partners. We're starting this show together. We're really good friends. You're one of my closest friends. Somehow you met me, you. See, you're fucking up a vibe right now. Here's, okay, the, here's what happened, all right? No, no, no. I'm going to tell them. I'm going to put it out no, there. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no, no, no. This is my goddamn sorry. show. I'm put, put my name on it. All right. I'm on Facebook, and I saw this person, Patricia Dorsey, and I was like, damn, she's cute. Okay, we have mutual friends. I was like, you know what? Go back. I think you need to tell the story again. So what did you say? Can I tell my story and you tell yours? Can we do that? Okay, go ahead. I feel like this is my time to shine. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh, she cute. She built neighborhood blood style. And I was like, all right, we got some of the same friends. Pastor Jeff, she from Cleveland. Word, my know. Anyway, that's the homie. Big ups to Pastor mm-hmm. Jeff. I don't know where you where you living and working right now because y'all always traveling. But big ups mm-hmm. to you, homie. Don't so, bring it up. My Godfather, I, he can't listen to this podcast. Go, you tell your story. Can I tell the story? You asked me to tell the story. <laughs> Go ahead. Shit. So I ain't going to lie to y'all. I swan dive face first in her DMs. But here we are now. The shit works. But we just, we cool. We always been friends. We talk on the regular again, hence why we on this show now. So mm-hmm. I think my major point was we work together. We got this show. We have a vision for what we want. But we're very different people. You have your own way of making decisions in the world. So I feel like a lot of times people will wait until they have a disagreement about something to then have these serious conversations. But by the end, your passion is up. Your emotions are elevated. People and their feelings, your defenses. I don't know why people don't want to have these conversations on the front end. So I'm hoping that maybe somebody listening one day might hear something that challenges them, like on a deep level, and maybe they get the opportunity to engage in a safe way before there's like a problem in their personal relationships. Hmm. I definitely agree, and that's definitely an opportunity for all of us. And just being honest about who we are and making sure people understand that, understand our expectations, making sure we set expectations before entering into any relationship, situationship, whatever. Just set your expectations and be honest up front. That's all um, of our opportunities. be real. Like, I talk about it a lot, the road to pre-bay. And pre-bay is just somebody you're getting to know, you're dating, you're kicking it with. The crush you got, the person you want to swine dive in their DMs or whatever. So I feel like the road to pre-bay for me is that process of just figuring out, like, I'm recently single the last few months. You recently decided to get back out there yourself. That shit is a struggle, man. It could be a process. I mean, I'll tell my story, but, you know, for you, Trix, what is that process like for you getting back out there and being vulnerable, going through the challenge and exposing yourself to the opportunities in front of you? Okay, for me, it's like my job. I go up and I talk to random people. If I think a man is attractive, I'll go speak to him. I'm pretty sure I don't have an issue with having conversations. For me, it's about actually getting to the dating portion, and then I want to get to know me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, this is moving wh- kind of fast. So pacing is something that you pay a lot of attention. It's so crazy because I feel like I've either had men that move so fast 
with me or men that are just like seem to be very casual with me. And I just want the in-between. No, you don't have to tell me you want to marry me in the first two weeks of knowing me because how would you don't know me, right? But the slow place, I just leave. I can't do the snail place, so no. So my whole thing, what I would say is on the road to pre-bay, I'm just dating a lot, getting to know people and enjoying myself and kind of find out things I like, things I don't like, and really just spending a lot of time with myself and being happy and doing absolutely everything that I want to do when I want to do it. I support the fuck out of that. I would say my story is pretty similar. I think my road to pre-bay really began in the spring of 2015. I had a very short-lived engagement. And I was very fucking embarrassed. I think in a lot of ways, healing through that, coming out of it, deciding the type of man that I wanted to be while I was still in pain and still hurting, you know, it was really important for me that, like, I didn't become a grade-A five-star fuckboy. You know, I wasn't trying to bring anybody really into my pain until I had sort of worked it out. So a lot of things about my identity at that point, I started to realize were just kind of like masks and layers. And I just it took a while to really dig deep to figure out, who was I really? It wasn't just about the school that I went to and what that meant, the type of job that I had or all that other bullshit. It was really like basic core values and things that really mattered to me after a while when I started to dig deep, they just did it. And like you said, you know, I'm spending time figuring me out and getting back to hobby. I noticed that like the more and more I figured out what my truth was and I lived it out, the more and more my circles changed and my experiences changed and my quality of life got better. And I had a sense of peace that I just hadn't had before in my life for real. So I was a definitely figuring out who I am, standing on my self-actualization. And so now I'm like just in a much healthier place for real. So like the first episode, we're calling it The Road to Pre-Bay. If you could think about what are those three things that like, like the low-hanging fruit for you and your experience? A low-hanging fruit? I don't date low-hanging fruits. So I try to... No, like, no, you know. no. When I say low-hanging fruit, right, don't like a lot that. of people... Mm-mm. Low-hanging fruit Mm-mm. is like... not saying that the people are low-hanging fruit, but it's like... Oh, okay. I thought you were saying like dating... Like, nah. Like, I don't want you with no ancient niggas. Nah, fuck all like, that. You know, you dating low-hanging fruit. Let me see. What do I feel like I noticed? Like, what have been like some gems, like some quick things, obtainable goals? I think for me, I... I'm just, like, really trying to dis- make sure I discover myself. Like, really spend a lot of time, like, making sure I get to know what I love to do. You kind of take those things for granted. Like, I know what I like and what I don't like. I'm not sure I've explored enough to really know. So those are things that I want to know, like, going into, like, dating again. The few weeks I've been off a of date. It's been actually almost about two months that I've been, I haven't really been dating or really talking to anyone. What else do I want to know? I think the other thing that I probably want to get out of it is friendship, too exploring and meeting new people that I can have platonic friendships with because you don't want to be with everyone but people are really cool people that's it those are two things I think so I think about my experience well one thing is being very intentional I'm launching this podcast and I have a few other projects coming down the pike that I'll communicate with everybody you know as it gets closer but I'm really busy and I have a day job in the corporate world I have all these other projects I'm working on in my spare time and I want to make sure that my time spent and my conversations that I have with people are very quality. I hate when people waste my time and my effort. But I know when I talk to you, we connect, we share. It's something that we both care about. I hate when people call me and it's not even to say shooting the shit is important because you and I most of the time we just shoot the shit. But it's more about that connection. 
I know that this is five or 10 or 20 minutes that I have with you, and we really care about each other. We really want to make each other laugh, feel loved, supported. And so I feel like if I spend my time or my energy with somebody, I want to make sure that it's quality, that it's substantive. In terms of the connection, I would say the other thing is really because I'm so busy and I'm doing a lot that I find heat. A lot of people think I'm bullshit, but I'm an introvert. I really expend a lot of energy, and I have to recharge. And so I feel like when I'm dating somebody, of course I want to get to know them. Of course I want to know what they're like in a conflict situation because I think that's when the relationship gets real. But I still want to know if we can just chill or whatever we're doing. I want to know that experience is like feeding my soul and my energy, and it's not like something that's draining. I, I can't afford at this point in my life to be with anybody that just sucks the life out of me, honestly. And I've had some situations Ooh, like that. That's deep. <laughs> you know, like, I need to know that, you know, as a... That's a lie. Like, yeah, you know, it can be, right? Like, if, I think if you don't have a strong sense of who you are, you're not really sure, like, to your point about what you don't like and who you really are. Like, I need to know... I'm, I'm just trying somebody to find a zaddy, speak. you know what I mean? Like, I don't just... You want a zaddy? Wrap this thing. I'm just joking. I, uh, I honestly you ain't lying just feel it. like... No, I'm really joking. Um, okay. I, <laughs> I really feel like when it comes to, like, the really thinking about, you know, relationships and stuff you want to get in and the energy of people you want to have around you, like, that's really important. And I think especially at this time, you know, in our lives, I mean, Huey is much older than me, but this time Monica, in I'm our like lives, two months older than you. You're not two months older. Don't get to lying. What's your birthday? What's your birthday? Um, this is, What's your birthday? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm going to tell you her birthday later. I'm going to tweet it. Okay. So... Depending on, like, what you're – when you think about what you're looking for in a relationship, in all relationships, the people that are just in your life that you – the people that you can control, your interactions with them, like friendships and, you know, romantic relationships, those are all, like, our selection. So I feel like it's so important to definitely make sure that the energy that you're having really aligns with the energy that you want to project. You know, I think that's really deep, actually. When you think about just managing your energy and your focus, particularly with dating, what are some of the things that make that experience with somebody something that's attractive for you? You're a busy professional. Really, her life is fancy as fuck, y'all. Like, I, what should I do? It's treat? really not. And you got Anyway, so can I finish? Okay. So when you think about you finally get off the road from traveling, being fancy-ass fancy tricks, that's what I'm going to start calling you. You know, what is, <sighs> what is it that makes a Friday or Saturday night date when you're really trying to just relax? What makes it appealing to you? What are you looking for? Okay, so I'm going to address that two-part question. The first part, fancy tricks. I just want to say that the lady oh, who was checking me out at the big lots where I was arguing over the Olay coupon, manufacturer coupons, I don't think she would think I'm fancy. Okay, the second part of the question was what now? What you asked me? When you think about <laughs> homies hitting you up, trying to take you on a date, mm -hmm. just got back in what town. What do I want? Where I want to go? No, my, here we go. No, favorite, what I'm saying no, no, no. is like, when you favorite, talk about let me, it. Let me just get it out. My favorite day, uh, favorite day I really want to go on, uh -huh. and no one has taken me yet. And I don't want to hear all the women talking about, you can take yourself, sis. I know I can. It's fine. However, I've been on fantastic dates, but no one has ever taken me to Disneyland or Disney World, and that is where I would like to go. Okay, so just saying, the answers to the questions about, like, what would I be looking for from, you know, I'm tired, like, how do I manage energies that would be great for my life? I don't need another anxious energy around because I already have some anxiety 
You know what I mean? So sometimes I think when you think about aligning energy, I think, oh, no, people that are positive, they have positive vibes, maybe someone to talk to. But, like, I think about things that I do want and things that I also don't want. So I'm not saying it's negative to have. However, I can't deal with another anxious, like, partner. Does that make sense? You can't have you can't have all any like ton of like variety to the point where we're we're both running around with chicken potato cut off. Like I need someone that has calming energy because mm-hmm. often at times I have calming energy and I need somebody to be just as calm as I am. <laughs> Some people I dated probably would disagree with everything I'm saying. I have calm energy at times, so I want someone that's calm. I'm looking for when I think about dates and stuff when I'm coming in from traveling, especially if I'm coming in from like you know a different part of, you know on the West Coast or something like that. I want to relax. Doesn't mean relaxing in my house, but I want to really. <laughs> you ain't trying to chill, I'm, huh? No, I'm trying to chill, but I'm not trying to chill. Okay, um, not at Trixie's house. My, I don't have any space. It's a very at small his house unit. then. No, not at his house. In his car um, in the driveway. I'll, no, no, not in his car in the driveway. Oh, uh, I'm trying to chill by like, let's see, we can take a walk. We can go to dinner. I don't want to see a movie. I just want to kind of like do something that's different. I don't know. I just think of something. But you have to think of it. You taking me out on a date. I don't know. Me? Or you mean the guy? Don't get cute. That would be like sexual harassment if I do it. We work together now. I think technically you work for me because it's my show, but I we're not going to oh, do that. I do work for you. my boss. Oh, like shit. That. Say that again. Say it again. <laughs> Go ahead um, and ask me the next question. No, I'm going to answer myself. Mm-hmm. What you said at the end about chilling versus chilling, chilling. I feel the same way. Like, I'm busy as fuck. I barely get to talk to my mama the way I want. For me, when I'm dating, you alluded to this earlier, but I do date multiple people at the same time. I don't hide it. I feel like I'm single until I'm not. So the first conversation where a woman and I are really expressing interest in the other, I'm okay, well, cool. I just do want to let you know that I do date multiple people at once. And I may or may not be dating multiple people right now. I could not be dating nobody the whole time I'm with somebody. But until she and I talk and agree about exclusivity, like, that's just on the tables. I never want anybody surprised. I bring that up to say, if I am really busy and we get one date night a week, I am totally focused on my date. Mm-hmm. My phone's in my pocket. I feel like for whatever time we block off, that is your time and my time uninterrupted. You know, like most people, I hate when I, I'm giving that time where I could be taking a nap or cooking some food, resting my mind, and that person's on a phone or you could have met up at another time. I think intentionality and that active focus on one another is really important because, I mean, I do date for fun, of course, but I date to find the person that is going to best fit me and me best fit them. Dating also people at once does sort of help me figure that out a little faster. But, you know, I want to make sure that we're a good fit and at that time we spend together is quality. Yeah, we could walk down the red carpet, could work out together, we could sit on the couch and watch movies. The types of activities aren't necessarily as important as I think my desire to even want to fucking spend time with you to begin with. I need to know... I fucking like you. And dating, I think, is the main vehicle for that. That intentionality is everything to me. I think this has been like a really dope conversation, particularly for a first episode. I don't know. I don't really know what I was expecting, but I guess it stands the reason that you and I would continue to have dope-ass conversations. But if you had like one concluding thought that you just want to sort of share and drop on this first this Trap Thursday, particularly for everybody listening so that, you know, when they see us tonight at Kiss Lounge, what would be your verse in the book of Huey? Let's all read my DMs out loud. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Go That's ahead. Let's lounge. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. You want to read your DMs aloud at Kiss? Yes, yeah, that's what we'll do. All right. Well, when we get on uh, the stage and we stay, thank you to everybody. We 
remember to do that shit because I'm going to forget. My memory is fucked up. I would say my verse in the book of Huey, so this is going to be chapter one, verse one. Love your motherfucking self. Live your truth. And honestly, I think at every stage of the game, whether you succeed, fail, or fuck up, love yourself immensely because I feel like if you love yourself the way you're supposed to, you're going to be graceful, you're hopeful, you're merciful, you're forgiving, and you're going to challenge yourself to always be your goddamn best. And that's what I want for people. Like, we all make mistakes. We all do things we're not proud of after the fact. And I think the biggest part of our growth and maturity is being able to look at yourself naked and accept who you are with every flaw. That would be my my takeaway. And that way I think it really helps me to, like, talk about anxiety and things we all deal with. For me, I am my hardest critic of myself. It can be pretty ugly. That self-love, I think, not being prideful, not being vain or anything, but I think the part of being really humble and successful is also knowing who you are with a sober judgment. And so, yeah, love your motherfucking self. Well, thank you, baby. I really do appreciate your time. And for everybody listening, be sure to check us out at thebookofhuey.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, and Ask FM, all at the Book of Huey, hashtag the Book of Huey, hashtag Tricks with the Fix. We love you. We thank you. See you all tonight, and we'll drop another episode next week. All right. Bye. Check you. Peace.